if you're looking for proof that Donald Trump is focused on Nikki Haley right now. Last night in New Hampshire, he brought on stage a slew of South Carolina politicians who are backing him over Haley. Almost every politician from South Carolina is endorsing me. How do you do that when she was the governor? It comes on the heels of a major endorsement for Donald Trump from South Carolina. And that person is here with me now, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Thank you so much for being here this morning, Senator. Now, you endorsed former President Donald Trump on Friday, even though you were appointed to the Senate in the first place by Nikki Haley who was your governor at the time. She is still very much in this race. Why did you endorse Donald Trump and not Nikki Haley? You know, Kim, it comes right down to what does America need for the next president? It would be four more years of Donald Trump. And why do I say that? I say that because I worked with President Trump on really important issues impacting American voters and American families. We worked together. I helped write the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act in 2017, the largest tax decrease in American history. Think about uniting this country. He gave the highest level of funding for historically black colleges and universities in the history of the country. We have the most inclusive economy, 7 million new jobs, the lowest unemployment rates for African-Americans, Hispanics, Asians, a 70-year low for women, and a 50-year low for the majority population. That during the Trump years, we also didn't have an invasion of Ukraine. Hamas was not burning, decapitating, killing kids and raping women in Israel. We had a stronger economy, a healthy military, and a safer world. When I compare and contrast, the only, the only conclusion is Donald Trump. Senator, Nikki Haley said yesterday in New Hampshire that she was disappointed. Uh, did you call her beforehand, give her a heads up? Have you talked to her since? We had text several times since I got out of the race. So we've had a conversation at least once. We've had multiple texts back and forth. But here's the question. I'm not asking a question about who's from my home state. I'm not asking a question who would be a, a, a good person or a better person. I think President Donald Trump is a strong president, will be a strong president again, and will have the kind of accomplishments yeah. that will uh, unite this nation around economic opportunity. So just to be clear, you texted after you got out of the race, but you didn't give her a heads up before you endorsed her opponent? Actually, I texted her the day before okay. I made my announcement. Got it. Okay. Senator, I want to play something that you said when you launched your own presidential campaign in May. Sure. Victimhood or victory? victory. Grievance or greatness? greatness? Senator, you ran a very positive, very hopeful campaign, but victimhood and grievance that you were describing in your launch speech that we played some of right there, sounds like Donald Trump. Did you change your mind? No, listen, I, 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 we absolutely, positively, unequivocally need an America that's not filled with victims. I'm actually talking about how Joe Biden has destroyed our economy and made victims out of people waiting for the government to show up. I'm talking about having a president who's weaponizing the DOJ against political adversaries. We need Lady Justice wearing a blindfold. I want America 
every single American in every corridor of this nation to have confidence in their DOJ, not a Biden-led DOJ. I want every child growing up in poverty like I did to have access to quality education. Unfortunately, the Democrats have sold their souls to the teachers' unions, trapping poor black kids in inner cities into failing schools and out of their best future. I want a nation where every child looks into the future and says, the American dream works for me. I was that kid. And so when I think about bringing this country together, not under grievance, but over greatness, not being victims, but being victorious. I am talking about the future of this nation and politicians who get in the way of that today. That's Joe Biden. And you don't see any grievance in Donald Trump's campaign for president? Well, here's what I can tell you. For a person who's seen the DOJ weaponized against him, For a person who, before he was ever sworn into office, the Washington Post said they were going to make sure that he is a one-term president. When you look at the challenges that he faced, there's no doubt that he has been aggrieved. The question is, what are the American voters looking for? Here's what they're looking for. They are looking for a president who represents their best future and not his. That president is not Joe Biden. It is Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, and, and we should say that uh, some of what you just said, that we don't have evidence to back up. But what you did say on Friday, Senator, is uh, that when you endorse Donald Trump, is that he will, quote, restore law and order, which is some of what you're talking about here this morning. As president, yes. uh, he did try to overturn a legitimate election. He called January 6th rioters hostages and promised to pardon them. He is charged with keeping classified documents and obstructing attempts to get them back. Uh, And on the campaign now, he's arguing that presidents should have total immunity, even if they, quote, cross the line. How is that law and order? Well, he has a legal team that can answer the questions of the legal challenges that he faces. But what I can tell you is that when you look around the cities, when you grow up in poor communities like I did, and you watch the crime ravishing your communities, you ask yourself, what president has allowed that to happen? It's Joe Biden. When you have DAs around the country that says it's no longer a crime to steal $1,000 worth of goods and those stores start closing in San Francisco and across the country, you ask yourself, yeah. what what president allowed that lawless behavior to continue? That's Joe Biden. You and ask yourself, who can restore Senator. the kind of law and order in our nation to allow it to go forward? That would be Donald Trump. Senator, I, I understand that you're talking about Joe yes, Biden, uh, but, I, but I do want to get your thoughts in a more fulsome way on Donald Trump because your endorsement uh, was a big deal and is a big deal. I just want to take one of the examples that I gave. Donald Trump calls the January 6th rioters hostages. You were at the Capitol that day. You said that you took off your jacket, you pulled up your sleeves, and you were prepared to defend yourself, quote, presumably until I died. Would you call the people who are now facing prosecution hostages? I would say that every single person facing our justice system should have justice done. The facts and the evidence in each individual case matters. I have confidence that that process will play out. Here's what I said also in the book that I wrote. I talked about January the 6th because I'm one of the few people who was actually there. With the people outside, 99% of the people who showed up 
were there to exercise their First Amendment rights. What I said then is what I'll say now. I don't hold those people uh, at harm. I don't hold them responsible for the actions of a few. I do hold the few right. responsible. So the no few who are so people the, have to be responsible for themselves. So the, the uh, to use your words, the few who are uh, being prosecuted, yes. going through the justice system, would you call them hostages? I believe that our Department of Justice should continue and allow a jury of their peers to make the decisions. That's America. So, so just to be clear, and I want to move on, you disagree with Donald Trump calling them hostages, sounds like. Just for the third time. Yes, I believe that we should have confidence in restoring the blindfold to Lady Justice's eyes. Okay. Senator, Donald Trump is... um, some pretty personal attacks against Nikki Haley, who I know you've known for a very long time. Uh, He suggested she isn't eligible to be president, even though she is. Uh, She was born in your home state of South Carolina. uh, He repeatedly mocked her given first name, Nimarada, even though she has gone by her middle name, Nikki, her whole life. Are you comfortable with that kind of rhetoric from the president, the former president? I'm, I'm watching rhetoric on, on all sides of, of the issues facing becoming president. What I mean by that is the, 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 the rhetoric from Joe Biden is, is terrible, but it is, and it's salacious. Uh, Nikki Haley questions whether 70-year-olds should be uh, allowed to run for president. Uh, I, I think there is so much negativity and toxicity in this aim to becoming president again or for the first time, that we should be very clear and look at both sides of the comments made. What I can tell you, the average voter is more interested in their future and their kids than they are the comments being thrown around by political candidates. Would you rather that uh, the man you endorse not use terms like Nimarada, names like Nimarada, seeming to try to make a point to his supporters? Well, I would like for all politicians to comport themselves in a way that is consistent with the highest office. Mm-hmm. On the campaign trail, people say things, and, and interestingly enough, then after the campaign's over, everybody unites. What we need in the Republican Party is to start uniting behind one candidate. That candidate is only going to be Donald Trump. So when we're thinking about what's next, it shouldn't be attacks against each other. We should turn our attention to Joe Biden and to the American people and what they want. They want a better future. They want another American century. They want hundreds of thousands of good paying jobs across this nation. When we start talking about the underlying issues and the principles that undergird human flourishing and what makes America the most exceptional country on the planet, then we're having a conversation. That won't happen until we get to the general election. That should start right now. Senator, when you were with Donald Trump in New Hampshire on Friday, some people in the crowd were chanting VP. Would you like to be Donald Trump's running mate? The only thing I want is four more years of Donald Trump and a Republican majority in the Senate, majority in the House and the White House so that poor kids who are today growing up in neighborhoods like I grew up in have a chance for quality education. I want kids to look to their future and believe that America, it's their oyster. Oyster. They can have whatever they want. That's what I really want. And if I can help achieve that, 
through my endorsement, by being on the campaign trail in my home state of South Carolina for the next four or five weeks and then beyond. That's the goal. Uh, if you don't think about yourself, but think yeah. about the country first, we'll be in good shape. That wasn't a no. That door is wide open. Fair read? Well, Dana, you, 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 can, you can take it any way you want. My goal is to do one thing. It's always been to do the same thing. Make America and Americans believe in our future and the way that we do not today. Senator, Whatever that takes. Senator Tim Scott uh, of South Carolina, thank you so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Dana, happy Sunday. Thank take you. care.